Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome B-Tech Smith and Steve Mex. B-Tech Smith and Steve Mex, you are now entering the Megacast, the Megacast. <laughs> What is up, Steve? Not much. Good to see you again. Yeah, man. I'm Been, excited. Ah, always excited to do the Megacast. <laughs> also, in a little bit, right in the last break, we're going to talk to Moose Ooh. from TNA. He's going to be at Defy Wrestling this Friday night. I'm fired up. I know you're going to be there. Oh, yeah, man. Hanging out with everybody. The Defiance. The Defiance. Yeah, Defy Wrestling's awesome. Excited to see it and excited to see a DeMatha guy in there. I, that's why I, when I was trying to figure out, I'm like, we should talk to somebody that's going to be wrestling at Defy. Uh, you can get tickets at defywrestling.com. And I'm like, there's only one guy I could think of. And it's a man that went to the same high school as D. Ted Smith, and that is Moose. Yeah, and from what I could tell, he's he's only like four years behind me. So we got to know some of the same people. That that's We'll absolutely have to talk to him about that because I feel like you're – whether you have mutual friends, like your paths probably have crossed in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I mean, hell, who knows? We might have been in a party together. Yeah, I mean, you were one foot out the door as he was one foot in the door. Yeah. You might have exposed him to marijuana. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I didn't smoke weed back then, Steve. Solid point, solid point. All yeah, right. He might look at me as just a, a figure that nobody could attain. For senior class president when he was a freshman. Homecoming king. Homecoming king. Not an all-American athlete that pulled all this off. Who <laughs> went to Syracuse. Who then ended up playing in the NFL for a few years as an offensive lineman and is now killing it on the indie scene and also TNA wrestling. None of that matters. Yeah. He doesn't know what he's getting into. He doesn't, man. No, it's going to be great. Um, <laughs> why don't we just get things rolling real quick? Because there's a lot of crap going on. We didn't do a mega cast last week. I know you guys let the cat out of the bag yesterday in the men's room. You guys are getting syndicated. Correct. That's very exciting. Congratulations to you Thanks. guys. Yeah. But that also means that Ted is being pulled in a million directions behind the scenes. So between the two of us and how busy we are, we're doing everything that we can to still do a mega cast. Yeah. And, Please, you, please don't get mad at us. Well, one guy summed it up best. He's like, how dare you guys not give us more free entertainment? And I'm like, thank you. At least you appreciate what we're trying to do. My own cousin was like, hey, you think you got it in you for a mega cast this week? And I was like, all right, dude, you know the stress I'm under right now. We're doing the best that we can. Look, if it was up to Ted and I and we had the time, we would do a mega cast every freaking day. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, I, right. I would cut out this hour every day to do one. That'd be great. But, you know... Like, Ted and I, we're very smart individuals. We'll figure it out. And so just apologies if sometimes we miss out on doing one during the week or if they're a little bit shorter than they usually are. We're doing the best that we can. Yeah, trust me. We like doing it as much as you like listening to it. So, yeah. like, I get it. It comes from a place of love. Last week, I was like, damn, man. So, like, me and Steve hate it, too. Yeah, when people, it's funny. Whenever I talk to, like, the radio industry people, I'm like, well, that's a brilliant idea, having merging the afternoon show hosts with the morning show hosts. And I'm like, honestly, like, that that is a cool residual effect, but we just wanted to make time at least once a week where Ted and I hang out and talk, and we figured, why not put a microphone in front of us? Yeah. And I'm not going to say that I'm never busy. But I am never like the time, like, we got to do this, we got to do that. And I mentioned it enough to Steve today. He was just like, I, I got you, dude. I'm with you, man. Yeah, we'll, I was like, sorry, sorry. We'll be done. We'll be done when you need to be done. Trust me. <laughs> or as close as possible. Trust me. We'll make it happen. But let's get the push-ups out of the way because we still got to get in shape. We still got to get swole. We got to oh, get yeah, the heart summer. racing, the blood pumping, and the brain. Functioning. And, man, I'm pumped to play this one. I think you're going to like it, Ted, because, well, in honor of... Moose joining us on the show. I figured we'd go with his theme song. Nice. Have you, have you heard his theme song? No. Well, you better get ready because at Defy, the place will be deafening when this part kicks in and the defiance goes Moose. Moose. 
Moose. Oh. Moose. Moose. Get 10, Mega Family. He wrote this. I mean, obviously, there's not a lot of lyrics, but I think he wrote the music. No kidding. Pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm ready. Go go song. Yeah. All right, let me try to read this up. (laughs) Ted Talks, starring the Ted Smith. Ted Talk today, Steve, is about fear. Fear. Sometimes you're scared. Uh huh. Sometimes you're nervous. You got a lot going on. Maybe you're moving the same day that you're going through all the syndication stuff. I don't know. The point is, you're stressed. You're a little fearful. Mm-hmm. But it's all right. Everybody gets scared. Uh, athletes go through it. People that give speeches go through it. I'm going through it right now. I'm a little scared. But you know, the, the thing about fear or any of that stuff is just how you turn it into a positive and how you work through it. It's funny you bring this up. I was going to talk about it during the second break, but we might only be able to do two breaks, so we might all just. Right. Go a little long. All right. You know, Munson's calling. I wonder if I could pull this up. <laughs> oh, missed it. <laughs> Never mind. I was like, I might as well try and test this phone thing out right now. You talk about fear. Yeah. I know your fear is a little bit different than the fear I'm about to talk about because right. obviously you've got a million things going on. You're moving. Yeah. You're getting syndicated. Life is good, but it's busy and it's scary. Yeah, it's good stress, but it's stressful. Do you have a, do you have a before I tell you about my fear, do you have a fear that you've recently conquered? Uh, or something like, that you'd like to conquer, whether it be like a fear of heights or, you know what I mean? Those kind of things. Fear of spiders. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Does going and living in the desert at Burning Man count? I think so. That was pretty scary. I mean, that's a, that's a very scary thing. And you went head on and made it happen. Yeah. So my, my entire life, it's a dumb fear and you're probably going to laugh at me, but my entire life, I've had the biggest fear of being upside down. Okay. That's, That's why a different one. I was afraid of doing roller coasters. So you don't coasters. do roller coasters? Well, eventually I finally had a, okay, I'm going to conquer it. And I conquered that, but, so I was able to figure that out, you know, in the sense of I'm going to go on it and I love roller coasters now to the point where I want to go to like Cedar Point or Cedar Park in uh, Ohio and all that. I like think it might I, be Point. Cedar Point, you're right. I, I love roller coasters, but for the longest time I wouldn't go on them because I was always afraid of being upside down. Reason being, my brother, when he I was a little bit younger, he liked to pretend that he was Suge Knight and I was Vanilla Ice and he would... <laughs> <laughs> now, granted, that wasn't the reason, but it was basically a reenactment of the Suge oh, Knight Vanilla Ice scene. That's just a great reference. Man. Right. And like in, in the house, he would be on the bed and he'd pull me up and he'd kind of hang me upside down when I was a little kid and it would freak me out and it would terrify me. The blood going to my head. So... For the rest of my life, I've been terrified. I can't do a somersault. I don't do handstands. If I'm in the pool, I get really weird whenever I like dive in and my head's kind of... Uh, if my head is under my feet, I get weirded out. So even like a handstand in the water? Yeah, I'll do it, but I quickly finish it. You know what I mean? Like I'm not like someone that can just stand there and just kind of... And then flip over. The flip right. over is the part that really scares me. All right. More so than I guess the, the, the upside down part. So this has gone on for my entire life. You're probably going to laugh at me. I'm 42 years old, and I've decided at the age of 42 years old, I'm going to take wrestling classes. Oh, no kidding. So on Monday night, I went to Evolve Fitness under Coach Steele from 321 Battle. All right, I was going to say, is this like Olympic, Greco-Roman wrestling? No, this is professional wrestling, like like what we're going to be talking about with Moose. 
So I thought maybe you're just working on your ground game. Sorry. Yeah, yo, I want to get behind a man and grapple. <laughs> Let's go, Greco Roman. Ted, get over here. I'll show you what I learned. You be the catcher. Because I haven't learned that part yet. Just remember, wrestling or jujitsu, it's only gay if you keep eye contact. Right. And if you grunt. <laughs> so. Obviously, I've been a wrestling fan my entire life. My buddy, the Weekend Warrior, Craig, um, who is in three, two, one battle. He's awesome at three, two, one. One of these times, you got to come out and check All it right. out. All right. He shot me a message uh, about two weeks ago and said, "Hey, man, would you ever want to come down? I'll, I'll cover the cost. Just come down and check out a wrestling class. We do them on these certain days." And I'm like, "Gosh, that's. Let me wait until I'm done with hockey season because I can't. I can't go out every night of the week doing physical stuff and come home tired." just doesn't yeah. work for me and get up at 2.30 in the morning. So And you got to commute down back up. Right. It's in Seattle. So finally, I was like, hockey season's done. Let's do this. Screw it. I'm, see what happens. All right. Go down there on Monday, and I'm thinking, okay, well, what I'll probably learn is how to take a bump because that's typically the first thing. That's what I was going to ask. Did you learn how to take a bump? Yes. Nice. So, you know, for, for anyone that doesn't know the wrestling lingo, when you're watching wrestling and a guy hits the ground, you more often than not, if you pay attention, when they hit the ground, their arms hit the ground as well. And that kind of absorbs the, the, the brunt of the hit on the mat. And yeah. that's called taking a bump. And it so also kind of gives the noise too, right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and, I mean, honestly, though, even if you didn't do that part, it's making noise. Those mats, when you go down on them and you're 215 pounds like I am... It makes a sound. Nice. So I'm like, I'll probably have to do that. I'll probably have to run the ropes. And I'm bet that's maybe learn how to grapple. You know, nothing crazy. It's going to be low impact. Yeah. And it wasn't crazy. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I didn't walk in there like, all right, get on the top turnbuckle. We're going we're gonna to work on these crazy hurricanes. They are hurricanes, you know? No. But the first thing that we did, they get us all in the ring, and there's about four other beginners, but they've been doing it a little bit longer than me. Super nice people. And I'm the only one that's like day one-ish, to quote the Usos. You know what I mean? Fresh. Yes. So they all, we all line up in the ring, and they're like, okay, we'll start with rolls. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what are you talking about? Oh, like and somersaults. I, yeah, like put your head down, put your feet on the mat, and flip over. Yeah. And get back up on the ground, flip over again. And I'm like, you, like, panic, dude. It was already- Right, because you don't want to go through this feeling. Right. I'm terrified- and I'm freaking the F out. I'm sweating. It's already, it's warm in there because it's summer and it was like 70 something degrees. But I am now, and the person in front of me, Stephanie, she's like, is it warm in here? And I'm, I wanted to be like, you're asking the wrong person. I am sweating my face off and it has nothing to do with the temperature. My nerves are through the roof. But I didn't want to tell anybody, you know, I just kind of yeah. wanted to, I didn't want to like be treated like a little kid. So I'm like, all right, well, I've got four people in front of me. I got to get myself mentally ready to conquer this fear in four people. And I'm like, can they please take some time? Please go slow. Get up to my point. And I'm like, got to do it. Put my hands down. I just said, F it and did it, dude. Didn't do it well. Don't get me wrong. Like, it wasn't like a very graceful. I didn't land on my feet. I just kind of landed. Like, I did the flip, landed, and just was there. I'm like, eh. I feel like I would just flop to the side halfway through the roll. <laughs> and then I get up, and I... I'm like, you know, everyone's like, all right, nice job for your first time. But in my head, I'm like, son, I did it. You just conquered this monster fear. Right. And it was, I didn't die. I didn't die. You're like, still just, here, Steve. I know I'm here. Unless this is like an alternate reality that we're, I'm in like a dream dead state. And that's how we're getting to talk to Moose. Moose. <laughs> Moose. <laughs> Moose. 
Um, so oh, I love that. Like this is the start of class. First thing, right? Bro. And you're like paranoid with fear. Then you do it, and it's like, all right, yeah. Wait, was it just like get back in line and keep doing them? Yeah, yeah. So then I go around again. Obviously, I did not do them well. But then the next thing they do is I'm like, okay, conquer that. Now you had to do this thing, kind of like where you put your hand to your ear and you create almost like a triangle in front of you, and you 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 throw yourself into the mat and flip around like uh, like uh, like. Boosh, like kind of, I don't know how to describe oh, it. Oh, right. So you go it's to- a roll. It's a roll. All right. That was weird because I'm, I'm, I'm telling my body to do something. My body's telling me, you're going to hurt yourself. Why do you want to do this, you dumbass? Yeah, because it goes against normal thinking to just throw yourself on the ground. Right. So I get through it a little bit better than the roll. And, and the cool thing was the support that, A, the coach, coach Steele had, Weekend Warrior, and all the, all the newbies. Like when I pulled it off. That's it, Steve. Yeah. And I was like, man, you know, it's kind of like the CrossFit thing. Yeah. I'm not a CrossFit guy, but, and I know people get annoyed by people talking about CrossFit, but. Yeah, but I mean, CrossFit's good. And I think that's the coolest thing about CrossFit is that team mentality. It's the support system. Yeah. It's like beating your personal record, being better than what you were. Like, you know, even like um, Coach Steele had a great line. He's like, I'm not here to teach you how to be perfect at these things. I'm not expecting perfection. I'm expecting progress. That's yeah. all I ask Keep for. Keep working. Right. Just do that. So go through that. Then the next thing I got to do is then left version. That was really weird because it was, I couldn't do it. I mean, I did it, but basically, Ted, it looked like I just like was a dead fish. I just fell on the ground. Yeah, you're right. That feels really weird. Way different than going right. Yeah. So go through that. And then um, the last thing is, then I had to like be facing the turnbuckle kind of in a squatting position, drop down and roll over myself. Again, fully going upside down. And I was like, oh, crap, now I'm going backwards? And then, like, make sure you put your head a certain direction, either go left or go right, but, you know, don't you don't want to jam yourself. Right, don't go straight back. Figured that one out. Got th- Actually, that was my best performance of all of them. Oh, that one sounds like the toughest. Right, I think, you know, at that point, I just was like, just get me through this, man. What are you wrestling in? Oh, just athletic shorts. Um, I had to make sure I had some uh, shoes that didn't have much on the bottom, no, not much tread. So I have like, right, these like a Pumas. wrestling shoe. Or- yeah, I got. I'm gonna go. Long story short, I'm gonna do it again. I'm not, right. zero intention of actually wrestling. Maybe in the future, I don't know. But my only intention, and like Coach was like, look, there's no guarantee you're gonna get like booked in the show. I'm like, I'm not here to do that. I'm just here. A, I just conquered a fear, and I want to keep that going. And B, it's a great workout. And I, mean, and look, I love doing it. I'm a wrestling nerd. It was so much fun to learn like the inside stuff. In worst case scenario, if you learn just how to take a bump, yeah. that would look awesome as you being the announcer one night out of nowhere. Somebody just hits you and you got to take one. Oh, dude, we were talking about that. Like with how active I am now with doing some stuff, you know, I, I, I fill in sometimes with 321, yeah. with the announcing, and then with the Defy stuff. Who knows? Like there might come a time where they need me to do a, take a bump. Yeah. And I'm in. Let's do it. That'd be awesome. So then yeah, I don't I, see you transitioning into full on wrestling. No. <laughs> I got, dude, there's too. I watch those guys. I would kill myself. But to be able to like learn how to do that stuff as a wrestling geek was pretty awesome and 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 that's why it was funny when you brought up the whole conquering the fear yeah man it was that was i was pretty jacked then i had to do the bumps first time i did a bump you know they tell you everything they're like okay you do this you hold your arms together because your first instinct would be to want to put your arms behind your back and that's a no-no make sure you kind of land more towards the top of your back like on your shoulders don't land on the middle because you'll feel it and most importantly tuck your tuck your head in like chin to the chest well, I did that, but when I landed, I was like, oh, I did it. And I slammed my head back. 
That hurt. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, they say like everyone's like, oh, the mat's not that hard or whatever. Like people have it in their head that it's a mattress or a trampoline. It's not, bro. It's you. There's a, a foam padding and then it's wood. It's yeah. You're landing on the ground. And the first time, ooh, that was weird. Second time, they also told you, make sure you breathe. Second time, I forgot to breathe. Yep. It felt like somebody punched me in the gut, and I was like, oh, that was worse than banging my head against the mat. Third time, nailed it. Place. Nice. Then comes running the ropes. Oh, bro, I was all about running the ropes. Yeah. Figured it out. Once I got it kind of going, they go, keep going, keep going. Now I'm running. I'm, I probably look like a fat penguin running, but I don't care. I'm doing it. I'm leaning against the ropes, and you got to really like put your hip and your like your rib into it. I didn't realize how hard those ropes are. Bro, I walked away. Because they're just rope with a, what, plastic covering on it. Yeah, it's, like, it's tight. And yeah. I mean, I have bruise on my, on my I could feel it. Uh, but man, when I was getting it going, and then all of a sudden, like part of the training is they typically count you to 10. So, you know, one side, one side, one, one side, one side, two. All right. Well, obviously, I was already doing it a few times, and Coach Steele's like, count to five for him. And so I was in one, and I'm getting even more into two, and people are like, I'm getting goosebumps, bro. It felt good. It felt good. It was, it was awesome. I was on cloud nine Monday night. I didn't go to bed until like midnight because I was lying in bed. I, just jacked up. Just jacked. And and then the local wrestling community, I don't know how quick, why and how word spread so quick, but it did. All right. I woke up the next day to a bunch of Facebook messages, some tweets from like our buddy Max and um, and Kevin, who's the Duke of Dirtbags, the 321, and a few other guys like, congrats. That's a... that. Takes a lot of balls to do what you did. You know, a yeah. lot of people say they want to do it, but don't don't actually do it. And you did it. Congrats! And please come back. Hopefully, you'll do it more. It felt good to have that kind of a support. But man, oh man, Kevin even says like, "You're gonna feel like crap later." And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm feeling pretty good right now." And all day I felt great, but it, but because I by like eight o'clock at night last night, it all hit me. It hurt. Bro, even today, I feel like I got run over by a truck. <laughs> my neck hurts, my back hurts, my hip hurts, but it's all, you know how it is, like yeah. good pain. Right. And I like it's it. positive. Yeah. But you're still hurting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm planning on doing it every week. I'm nice. going to try. I, and, and it's not, like I said, I'm not looking to become a wrestler. I'm just a fan of it. I have a lot of, I walked away and I already had so much respect for anyone that's willing to get in the ring and put their body on the line, but to actually feel what that feels like. And I only did the easy stuff in their world. Yeah. And it hurts. I have so much more respect for all those guys that put their body on the line. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people could learn if they took just a class like that. Yeah. And dude, honestly, I walked away with just, it, it humbles you in a good way. Oh, yeah. It, it Conquer fear, humbles you. You learn a, a newfound respect about something that you already loved. The, so much about it was awesome. And I guess I, I piggybacked on your TED Talk and went on forever about it. My apologies, but I, I oh, mean... no, no, no. I feel like... TED Talks are supposed to hit home, Steve. It did. It did. It really did, man. And I hope that anyone who's listening who has that in them, whether it be like a skydiving that you're like, kind of want to do, just do make, it. make the jump and try it. Nothing, you know, whatever it is. I mean, don't force yourself to do something that you don't want to do, but if there's something that's like... I've always wanted to know what it's like to do a wrestling class, and now I finally have done it, and I love it, and I want to do it again... Man, I would have never, if I would have listened to my inner voices telling me, don't do it, don't do it, I, I would have never known what this was like, and man, I'm so glad I got to experience it. Yeah, even if you don't go back, at least you know. Oh, I'm going back. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta be ready for Battle Mania, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's gonna be a lot of wrestling talk, but yeah. when we get back, we're gonna talk to... Moose. That's right. 
from TNA. He's going to be at Defy Wrestling this Friday night. Join myself as the ring announcer and host, Steve Ted Smith. We'll be getting drunk in the crowd. Yes, sir. We'll be back with the Megacast, and Moose will be joining us. I don't want to know what Ted and Steve do during the break. The Megacast will be back. I don't want to know, no, no, no. Who's taking you home, 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 home. I'm loving you so, 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 so. The way I used to love you, no. I don't want to know, no, no, no. Who's taking you home, 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 home. I'm loving you so, 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 so. The way I used to love you, oh. My body went through a big change, and not for the better. Severe erectile dysfunction. So I asked my doctor about Zentrex, and he said, Zentrex? What the hell is Zentrex? And I said, Zentrex? It's the strongest male enhancement drug in the world, and it works. And he said he'd never heard of it. So I pulled up the Zentrex website and showed it to him. He started laughing. He said, are you insane, man? You can't put that junk in your body. You could die. I said, yeah, I think I still want it, though, so give it to me. Write the prescription. I wasn't leaving. So he says, I think that website just froze my computer. So I grabbed him a little. And he goes, you're hurting me, sir. <laughs> Zentrex works. Side effects for Zentrex include fits of rage, acne, bleeding, baldness, blindness, whooping cough, hallucinations, coma, trouble swallowing, decrease in semen, increase in semen, nasal sores, constipation, vomiting, night terrors, amnesia, and suicidal urges. And those are just the side effects they tell you about. I get the sweats, my bones are cold, my teeth are loose, my heart gets really, really hot. I could read minds. And sometimes I wake up driving a stolen car. And my erections are fantastic. When I wear gray sweatpants, people cross the street, which is fine. Zentrex gave me my life back. Hail Satan. So threaten your doctor or ask your ketamine guy about South African Zentrex today. <laughs> it works. Yes, avenged mother seven folder back, and so are Ted and Steve. The mega cast is back. So I arrived, neat and cold. A welcome change from the abates of a ghost down catacomb. We were just talking when we went to the break uh, how awesome The Rock was. Oh, on Saturday Night Live last week? He killed it. He did. Yeah. <laughs> And that, that skit was great. I like that very uh, uh, weird one at the end with the robot. Oh, I, I missed that, but I heard about it. Woo-hoo. I got to go back and watch it. That's one of those later in the show sketches. And I love when he um uh, uh, he recreated the, the that iconic picture of him in the turtleneck oh, with yeah. the fanny pack. That one was awesome. One of the pictures going into break. Um, let's, let's call Moose up and see All if right. he's available to talk uh, because uh, Defy 3 is going to be happening this. Let me see if this works. Hold on. Oh, look at that. It's ringing. Boom. Yeah, hello? Oh, sorry. I, I FaceTimed you. I'm sorry. This is Steve from KSW. Who's this? Steve from KISW. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. I, I'll call you right back. I didn't realize I was uh, FaceTime videoing you. All right. <laughs> he's like looking and he's like, who the hell is calling me? That is funny, man. Your face just pops up. I know. He's probably like, who the hell is this guy? Hey, what up, man? Dude, uh, real excited to talk to you. We're, we're pumped about Defy 3 that's going to be over at the Washington Hall this uh, Friday night. And uh, as an icebreaker, I'm excited. Our guy, Ted, on our show, uh, it turns out that you and him went to the same high school. The math, 
Yeah, I I, gra- I was uh, I graduated class in '99. Oh, really? That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's what I was saying to Steve. Like, I, I was like, I'm not sure how so old he- you. Uh, you, I think you before me. I graduated in 2002, maybe. Yeah, I mean, here's the question: Did you have Buck? Did I have fun? No, Buck. Uh, Remember yeah, Buck Offit? Buck was always the toughest dude when I, I mean, when I was there for senior year. Oh, the football. The, um, yeah, I remember Buck. <laughs> he used to smoke the. Uh, it was the, the, it was the old, yeah, he always used to smoke um, cigars all the f- time. <laughs> was, he would just smoke regular Phillies, and yeah, it was just kind of funny. Was my guy. Yeah, man. Buck no. was my f- guy. <laughs> Dude, you know what? I don't think Buck is with us anymore. Oh, man, yeah. I know when I was there, this was, what, over 10 years ago. He was, like, in his 80s. Yeah, I mean, Buck was, 70, he was, like 70. he was old when I was there. But uh, you'll remember probably, uh, like, yeah. when I was a senior, the, the, the football team won again, but I, I graduated with Brendan Looney. Yeah. Oh, no, no let me ask you this. You remember Brother Pat? Oh. <laughs> What's How that? could I, Brother Pat would, like, give you the demerits if you showed up late or this or that. Oh, Brother Pat was a pain in my Ass, <laughs> Errol Pat was a pain in my ass. Dude. I got suspended and put in uh, what you would call a Saturday Hall detention so many times because of Brother Pat. <laughs> what did you do to piss him off? You said what? Oh, because of Brother Pat. Like, because I was a, I was a big jokester in high school, so and I guess he didn't find my jokes funny. So every time I would I would crack a joke. I would get Saturday um, detention. <laughs> yeah, I was tight with Mr. Burke, so he helped me out with some of those demerits. That's old high school memories, man. Wow. Yeah, well, with, you know, Steve was said you were on the bill, and then he's like, yeah, one of the guys wrestling is from DeMatha. I was like, you got to be kidding me. That's unbelievable. That's awesome. Uh, I can't hear you. kind of like breaking up a little bit. You know, can we just call you right back, and I'll call you from a restricted number. It might be a better quality phone. Yeah, yeah, because I, it's really hard to pick up what you're saying. Yeah, sorry about that. I'll call you right back. All right, cool. We'll get this done, Steve. Dude, we're gonna. And I'll get to wrestle it and stop all the math and stuff. No, that's I like it. Hello. Yeah, this is way better. Oh yeah, we were trying something with a new technology, and it, and, and it was just a complete freaking disaster. So now we're now we're good. We can hear each other. Yeah, that new technology sucks, guys. <laughs> throwing that out there. Dude, before we, uh, uh, I definitely want to talk more to Mathis. I love hearing these stories, but I got to say, I didn't realize you wrote the theme for your entrance, the Moose song, and that's the best freaking theme in wrestling, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, I get that, I get that a lot, man. Uh, my brother actually made that for me. Uh, he made it for me. I mean, it's... It's been a hit, man. Like I feel like my theme, old my theme music is more older than I am. <laughs> <laughs> my my theme music is hit, and some jobber comes out, and he'll be over. Yeah, I could come out and <laughs> wrestle, and I think people would cheer. <laughs> right? Yeah, dude. I mean, well, when you get here to Seattle, I don't know if you've had a chance. I know. Um, I don't know if uh, Shane Strickland still lives with you. I remember talking to him, and he said you guys were all living together, and. Guys like uh, Davey Richards and, and Leo, they've all been to Seattle for a defy. You are yeah. going to walk out, and once that music kicks in, the entire Washington Hall is going to lose their collective minds. I, I'm positive of it. Yeah, man, I hope so, man. I, I, I freaking hope so. I want to bug your brother then. Is there any way that, because my name's Steve Miggs, is there any way he can redo it and have it say Miggs instead of Moose? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he can. He might charge you for it, though. He, he, he's a con artist. He tried to charge me for it. <laughs> Did he really? You know? 
Yeah, he tried. It was like, dude, I'm making a beat for you. How much am I going to get out of this? I'm like, dude, you're my best brother. What the f do you mean? How much are you going to get for this? <laughs> my ass, do you think I'm paying you a f down for this? <laughs> I respect his hustle, though, man. He can't be giving away beats for free. Oh, no, but I'm, it's, just like, it's just like him coming to a wrestling show, me having him pay for a ticket. It's the same thing. Like, yeah. Fuck out of here but yeah I'm, I'm excited i'm excited uh this will be my first time wrestling in seattle so i'm, I'm really pumped about that um it's gonna be a great time i'm gonna bust my ass with um i think my opponent is something san diego yeah it's mike santiago he's the heat seeking puerto rican yeah, well, I'm going to kick his ass. <laughs> Good, because last time at Defy, I'm the ring announcer at Defy. Last time he, he grabbed my mic and got in my face. So I, I, I'm, I'm on your side, man. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat the heat-seeking Santiago. And then I'm going to play my air guitar and get the the whole rocking. It's a music thing. Oh, this is going to be great, man. Uh, have yeah. you had a chance to talk to guys like Shane uh, about what it's like to wrestle here in Seattle? Did he give you any idea of what you're about to walk in on? Oh yeah, Shane. Um, Shane is awesome. That's one of my real good buddies. Um, uh, yeah, he. I mean, he told me about about Seattle, and I spoke to Jim Perry. Um, yep. He he runs it, and yeah, they told me how how Seattle might be might have the most rowdiest fans in wrestling. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, bro, we get loud here. Yeah, I cannot wait. Not only that, like, uh, there's a lot of guys that do all the streamers there. So like I, they were yeah. hollering at us on Twitter, so I know they got the correct amount of colors for you too. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, they hit me up and it was like, oh, what what colors do I want? And I forgot what I picked. I don't even know if I picked the color. They asked me. I literally just sent them a picture of a Damatha sweatshirt. It was like, here's the colors. Go with this. <laughs> shout out to the Streamer Club. They've got an awesome group of guys oh, that yeah. just like come out so, strong. So should I wear my my Damatha theme gear? I don't even know if I have one, but <laughs> <laughs> Ted, do you have your Damatha gear? Because Ted played football, too, over at DeMatha. Yeah, I only played a couple of years. You know, I might have an old-school DeMatha basketball jersey. Maybe I'll break it out. I got, like, an old-school Joe Forte practice joint. But well, you got to bust that out, then. You <laughs> definitely got to bust that out. Would, would you be crazy if three DeMatha guys on the phone right now? You're thinking about not wearing a DeMatha gear? You bring up what? a good point. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I didn't even know how many. That, that's weird. I would never think I would, I would meet a DeMatha guy in Seattle. Moose, honestly, it's insane. Like, one day I was at the... Uh, at Costco, and I'm walking in, and I'm wearing just the old school, like navy blue Damatha hoodie. And this woman yeah. runs up to me, and she's like, "Did you go to Damatha?" And I go, "Yeah, why?" She goes, "My husband went there, and he never shuts up about it." I go, "Yeah, it's Damatha. That's what we do." That is awesome. Hey, I wanted to ask you, um, because just uh, we were talking before we had John. Uh, I was telling Ted about my experience for the first time in my life. I conquered a fear, and I went to a wrestling class, and and took wrestling classes and just started this past week and my body feels like I got run over by a Mack truck. What was the first experience for you when you first decided, you know what, I'm done with football, I'm going to do wrestling? What was that experience like the first time you learned? Was it frustrating? Was it easy to pick up? And how did you feel after it? Um, see, I was lucky because wrestling came really easy for me. Really, really, really easy for me. So uh, I was lucky, man. Like, I didn't... I guess because of the football background, I didn't feel the bust and bruises. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it came, it came real easy. Like um, I remember the first day I, I did it. The only thing I really felt was, you know, when you hit the rope, especially if, if the way your trainer has cable for ropes. Yep. Um, it kind of your upper back gets really, really sore. But other than that, like um, everything came easy with wrestling. Like I wish I could tell you something 
something bad about wrestling. I couldn't. It came really, 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 really easy. Was it weird at all going from what you played in football and pushing people over to having to fall backwards? Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, the discipline in wrestling and the discipline in um, football is really different. Like, um, in football, you're always taught to fight against the guy in front of you. Where in wrestling, you're taught to fight with the guy in front of you. Like, the, you guys got to be on the, you know, on the same page. Where in wrestling, you know, does that, does that, make, does that make sense? Yeah. Where in, in football, you like, it's like, negative versus positive where in wrestling is positive versus positive. You guys have to be on the same page unless you're going to have a shitty match. So you you have to, that that, that was kind of weird to me, you know, but I mean, it, it took about a week or two to get that adjusted. For you, I mean, you've just been tearing it up both on the indie scene and at TNA Wrestling. And I, I loved your interview with uh, with Jim Ross on, on Jim's podcast because I didn't realize how big of a wrestling fan you've been since you were a kid as well. And I would think, being interviewed by a legend like Jim Ross and having him just glowingly share his love for you and and that had to feel good. Oh man, that was crazy! Like I re- I remember that I remember doing that interview like it was yesterday and Jim was somebody that I was a big fan of and watched in on TV as a little kid. You know what I'm saying? And him texting me and being like, "Oh, I want to put you on the podcast." I was like, "Are you serious?" Like like. <laughs> That was that was one of the the little things that happened in my career when I was like, man, I think I made it, guys. Like Jim Ross texted me to ask me if I wanted to be on the podcast, and like I, I've been a big fan of Jim Ross. Like, it's, it's not, I wasn't a fan of Jim Ross because he was on TV. I, I think I was more of a fan of him because um, without Jim Ross, like you guys don't understand how much a play-by-play commentator helps wrestling. It makes the guys who are watching it on TV all that much invested, you know what I'm saying, to the match. Wow, how they're calling it and how excited they are, why they're calling it, you know what I'm saying. Just that alone made me a huge fan of Jim. And, uh, I mean, and luckily I'm great now that I can call him a friend. Like, I talk to him every now and then, every once in a while, and um, he gives me pointers on things I need to do. Wow. As a big man, the best man, and like, and it, it's just great, man. Like having him in my corner is awesome. Well, I mean, it was cool just to hear him giving you his feedback about, you know, I mean, because you're a big dude, and he's like, hey, you know, pull back and 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 pick your spots when you want to. Because I mean, you're agile as all hell. Like you're as agile as like a 150 pound wrestler out there. The way that you're moving and that drop kick from having someone on the top turnbuckle is is the dopest move. I love it, but. That had to feel good just to be able to have a guy give you words of wisdom like that. It, it definitely is, man. Um, Jim, Jim, Jim is very awesome. I, 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 everything he has told me, I, I take to account because there's times like when I'm planning a match and then I get real super indie and spotty and I, and I think about what Jim tells me. I'm like, what the f- am I doing right now? And I'll call the guy that I'm working and be like, oh, we got to change this up a little bit. I got to, you know what I'm saying, to, to put in some of the pointers that Jim and other great has given me you know i wanted to ask you a question we have a, a buddy aj francis that I, I you might know he was in the world of football he's a big wrestling fan as well he lives in the orlando area he's unfortunately as ted will tell you a gonzaga guy yeah so ted doesn't <laughs> yeah, like him for that I, reason I, I think i've actually met did he play for the dolphins or something yeah and he plays for the redskins right now and uh him and i yeah. we went to wrestlemania together and, and covered like did wrestlemania row and did interviews and one of my favorite moments was he shared a story of being in the locker room with coach belichick when he was a patriot 
and a few of the players were drinking some of that kava, that that Hawaiian drink that kind of relaxes you. And he thought for sure he was going to get cut when Belichick walked in and saw that they were drinking it. And instead, Belichick just sat down and had some with them and, and shot the S with the guys. And he was just like, that was an eye-opening experience of how cool Coach Belichick was. I was wondering if you had like yeah, a similar yeah. story about Coach Belichick. Yeah, uh, I have a cool story about Belichick. I remember when, uh, and not only Belichick, but Tom Brady. But I, I remember when uh, we went to, we played Buffalo, I think in 2010 maybe, and it was so, there was a snowstorm right like during the game. So all the all all flights got canceled. So we had to stay a night in Buffalo. And um, I remember we all went to a bar, and Belichick was there with us, and he got hammered with us. So that was that was nice. pretty pretty a cool moment with Belichick and Tom Brady getting hammered with the boys. What's Tom Brady like? Oh, what's Bill Belichick like? Also, when they're drunk? Uh, I mean, it's like anybody else when they're drunk. Just. <laughs> well, I know some guys. Some guys are happy drunk. Some guys are a little bit more aggressive. Some guys are depressing. I didn't know. Neither one of those guys are aggressive. I mean, Belichick. I would say this: outside of football, Belichick is one of the coolest guys you ever meet. But on the field, he's all about business. All right, I got a question. If you're stuck in Buffalo, do either of those guys eat a chicken wing? <laughs> of course. <laughs> I mean, the buffalo chicken wing, why not? <laughs> right? Yeah, I got to ima- imagine if you're stuck in Buffalo, the best idea is to get drunk. <laughs> yeah, because there's nothing there's nothing to do there. Like, nothing. I don't know why. The only just... thing you can do here is eat chicken wing and get drunk and drink beer. That sounds like college in upstate New York for me. So, yeah, I understand that. <laughs> yeah. Well, Musa, we're really pumped about seeing you over at uh, Defy Wrestling this Friday night. Again, go to defywrestling.com. There's just a handful of tickets left. I'm, I'm imagining before Friday it's going to sell out, so get your tickets now. Defy 3 at the Washington Hall. Uh, you're going to be taking yeah, on. Taking on. Fancy, yeah, I'm going to kick the <laughs> out of hell. And, and after the match, uh, I'm going to pull my air guitar out and... Me and the fans are going to have a great time. Dude, I wonder if we could get um, Eddie Van Glam, who's an independent wrestler in town. He also does, he just won the Eric Guitar Championships in Seattle for the last two or three years. Somehow we got to get him involved on this because I know he's going to be at the event. Oh, really? Is he a wrestler? Yeah, he's a oh, wrestler. Yeah. He just wrestled with Joey Ryan a couple of weeks back, and uh, he's a great wrestler in town. Oh, really? Maybe that will be my next match back at the five. <laughs> oh, dude, he actually he has a move called the guitar arm bar where he puts a guy in an arm bar, pretends to play the guitar, and the sound guy plays like a, a, a guitar solo as he's doing it. Okay, man, okay, well, my, my guitar thing, I only play my air guitar before I wrestle. When I wrestle, the guitar is nowhere to be found. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm only I'm only a rock star before I enter the ring. So it's all fun and games until the bell sounds. And then you're gonna kick the shit out of Mike Santiago. Then I'm gonna kick the shit out of Mike Santiago. And then after the after after the match, then I'll pull my pull my air guitar out. Dude, that is awesome. I can't wait again to FiveWrestling.com this Friday night. Uh, one last quick uh, selfish thing. I am the ring announcer, and typically I bug you guys, but I know you're probably gonna be super busy. How do you want to be introduced on Friday night? How do I want to be introduced? Coming from Moose Nation, the Impact Grand Championship. Moose. Can't wait, man. I'm looking forward to seeing you. All right, thank you. Yeah, Moose. I'll catch you afterwards, too. we got to send a picture to Ponton. 
All right, definitely. <laughs> all right, you guys have a good day, man. You too. See you Friday. Right. He was awesome. Yeah, Once we figured out good. all the phone stuff, he, I don't know. I got, but well, this podcast hopefully will be out by Friday with all the bleeps I got to put in. <laughs> I feel like he just like kind of like lost all inhibitions, man, just yeah. talking with his buddies. Yeah, we got it. All, all right, right, I got to run. You got to run. Yeah. We, we, you know, we won't get to do the push-ups, but you know what? We'll play the music out. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the Megacast. Like we said, we're going to do everything in our power every week to make a podcast happen. But please understand. Once we get all, we got to just figure out the new routine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah, and we will. But until then. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter at The Megacast. And follow Moose. Let him know you loved him on The Megacast at Moose Nation 69. Yeah. Uh.